सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्यंकवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मेदावहै ओ शाशाशाति गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरुरेव परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्रीगुरवे नमः तस्म श्रीगुरवे नमः वी आर इन दी एट श्लोक वी हैव सीन यस्टरडे अग्राह्य शाश्वत कृष्णो लोहिताक्ष प्रदर्तन प्रभूतस्तकुद्धाम पवित्र मंगल परम टुडे वी विल स्टार्ट विथ द नेक्स्ट श्लोक रिपीट आफ्टर ईशा न प्राणद प्राणो ईशा न प्राणद प्राणो ज्येष्ठ श्रेष्ठ प्रजापति ज्येष्ठ श्रेष्ठ प्रजापति हिण्यगर्भो भूगर्भो हिण्यगर्भो भूगर्भो माधवो मधुसूदन माधवो मधुसूदन ईशान प्राणद प्राण ज्येष्ठ श्रेष्ठ प्रजापति ईशान ईशान हियर इट डज नॉट मीन दि डायरेक्शन बट हियर इट मीन्स ईश ईश द लॉर्ड ऑफ एव्रीथिंग दैट हू कंट्रोल्स the five elements and the different metamorphosis or different permutations of those five elements once a scientist a group of scientists went to the lord and they said oh lord you have been creating for such long time we have found your secret we are also now capable of creating we can create efficiently why don't you take a break so bhagwan said thank you in these many years of my creation nobody has ever stepped forward to give me this break i think i deserve it but before i do take a break let me see if you, know, you pass my test so 
So let me see if you pass my test. So Bhagwan took a lump of clay, put it on the wheel, effortlessly created an exquisite, you know, beautiful vase out of that piece of that lump of clay. So he told the scientists. And they had come to saying, we can create life. And now here is Bhagavan asking them to make a pot. And it's a piece of cake. So they went to grab the lump of clay which was there with God. They said, no, no, no. no. You have to create your own raw material. So go get your own raw material. And Bhagavan, I think we have to go back and research more. Because what we can do or what we can create is from the raw material that you have already created. We can only change that into different phases and we we can control it. But the one who has created that raw material also and controls it efficiently, he is called Ishanaha. So, the five elements and the natural law under which these five elements function, the five elements, each one of them has their own specific nature that it functions in. Earth, what is its specific nature? We have seen this in Tattvabodha long time ago. But we definitely have touched upon this topic. This is not new. Earth has got this nature to give out smell, gandha. It is Earth's quality. Remembering it is very easy. The first drops of rain on a parched piece of land when it starts raining, you it may not be raining right in the place where you are, but you can tell that somewhere it is raining. We live in a concrete jungle wherein the roads are uh, concrete and uh, the pavement is concrete and uh, the parking lot is concrete that we don't experience it. But if you are living somewhere out there in the uh, outskirts, then you have a good piece of land all around and you see that the rain starts falling, the openness. And we can guess that just with the smell. Punyogandha Prithivyamcha. Bhagavan says that in the Bhagavad Gita. That as earth, I am the Gandha. And so good is that smell. And only once that I found, I was in Udaipur, Rajasthan. And we had gone for a camp with all your Kendra members. So one day we, I took them for the main street, Bazaar. <clears throat> the way I, when I take for camps and for buying, I give them, I clock them. That you have next half an hour, whatever you want to buy. After that, to the campsite again. Once you open that, uh, you know, there is no control. I said the bus will leave in exact half hour. So as I was standing, I was not purchasing anything. I was standing and you know looking out. That how many people went into which shop and uh, just to have a generic idea. It is very easy to you know, 
lose yourself in a new city. So as I was standing in, just in front of the, so the shopkeeper called on me and said, Babaji. And it was you know, the scent, the desi scent. Itra bolte Attar. So that was the shop. I said, Kuch khari buy something. I said, why do I require this? Whom should I impress with this smell? <laughs> no, I said, don't, not for you. For the Lord that you worship, you can offer it and the Abhishek. He is a pakka businessman. I was also nothing less. So I said, Bhagwan ke liye aisi do. If you are talking about offering it to the Lord, I'll be the medium. You offer it, and I'll take it as your offering to that Lord. And he looked at me, shook his head, and said, "Aap bhi na, Baba ji, kamal karte hain." So, kya hai? What do you have? Then the first time I saw, and after that I've never had the opportunity to find that. The itra that he showed me as a sampler, he gave it to me and I used it for the Lord later. That it had the smell of that first rains and that smell of the earth, that itra was of that smell. It was beautiful smell. Now the earth has got such good quality that you sow seven or ten different seeds in the same patch of land. Each one will blossom up into a different flower with different smell, all from the same piece of earth. That is its quality. What is the quality of water? Wetness is its quality. Sapidity is its quality. Now that sapidity which is constant whether it is in a gaseous state or in a solid state or in a liquid state. If you have a tissue paper and there is the steam, you will see that the sapidity is caught on it. And not even tissue paper, you have a lid and the steam comes up and it wets the lid. The ice, it wets. Water, it wets. In fact, because of this wetness on the tongue, we taste things. When that wetness is gone, especially when we have high fever, when we are running high temperature, anything that you put in your mouth doesn't taste good. Because there is no moisture there. The moisture is... So I keep telling people that you, know, you can do this experiment, but do it in privacy. People will think... Coming back from Vedanta class, something has gone wrong in the upstairs. Take a, a, a tissue paper and pull your tongue out. Stretch it out. And you know, take away, wipe it clean with all the sapidity out. And immediately put something sour, put something sweet, put something uh, salty, put something uh, you know, bitter on the tongue. Instantly you will not be able to taste it because of lack of sapidity. When I am suggesting it, you can assume that I have already tested it. <clears throat> that you will not be able to 
taste it. Fire, what is its nature? To retain shape in the form is the quality of fire. You remove fire from this lectern, what will happen to this lectern? It will be reduced to carbon. What is retaining in it in this shape? What is retaining me in this shape? What is retaining you in that shape? It is the fire. When that fire is removed, when fire unmanifest which is manifested, what remains is nothing but carbon. So that which gives shape to the forms is the fire. That is its nature. What is the nature of wind? The nature of wind is touch. You know, those people who have claustrophobic nature. Now, what is that claustrophobia? That you are in such, you know, squeezed space. And it is not actually the phobia of the space or lack of space. Lack of roominess. No, that is not the phobia. If in that lack of space, if there is a nicely ventilated, you know, there is a nice breeze flowing in, you will not feel that phobic. Because the skin feels the touch. And that touch is because of the wind. Why you? And what is the nature of the uh, space? Because only in space that the sound travels. In vacuum, sound doesn't travel. So if the if between the two ears there is a grasping of what is heard, not just this, anything, there is a grasping, that means there is space inside which is providing that grasp. Now many times we go back with no grasp. Huh? So when we go through that, then I say it is because there is no space, there is only vacuum. So these five elements and their combinations because of which this entire creation has sprung about. The entire creation is nothing but the five elements and different permutations of these five elements. That is why this entire world is called Prapancha. Prapancha means Prakarshena Prakatita Panchamaha Bhutayaha. Prakatita, the expressed manifest form of the Panchamaha Bhuta. Prakarshena, the, the, the combination of these, the five elements with their basic nature, when they come together, the different kinds of word, you know creatures, different kinds of things are created. All that five elements and its nature and their expression into this multitude of universe 
is maintained and controlled and the one who controls it is called Ishanaha. We as scientists what we can do is after that has been created we make little changes here and there. Or to find out why it works. What reacts to what? That we can find out. But why is it like that? Nobody can answer. That is how it is created. They say because the atoms, you know, they attract each other when there is an ionic state. Okay, this is found. This is how of it? Why is that electron with that kind of a charge? Nobody can tell. That is how it is. And the one who has created it that way and controls it that way. If you go into metaphysics, it is a mind-boggling thing. We say this is matter. But matter which we see, which we can feel, which we can touch. If you look at it from the atomic size, 98% of it is hollow. There is nothing in it. But yet we can feel it. What an amazing creation that he has created and he maintains it in that natural equilibrium. In that default setting, he maintains it. And the one who maintains it does is called Ishanaha. And of all the things that has been created, there are, in the creation they can be classified as two categories. Chara, Achara. Thavara Jangama. Chara, that which has mobility. Achara, that which is immobile. Sthavara, which is inert. Jangama, which is sentient. So, we have sentiency. Those are all the creatures, including the human being. And the rest of the world, which is non-sentient. There is no sentiency in it. So, after having created this beautiful world, he has enlivened by becoming the very prana, by becoming the very uh, life sustenance into the creatures. Hence, therefore, he is recognized as pranada, the one who gives life unto everything. He is the one who controls this entire creation. The five elements, the combination of the five elements which expresses in the multitude and its basic nature in spite of its morphed existence. All that is controlled in that balance by that Paramatma. He enlivens it, gives it that sentiency in it. That sentiency, the one who is enabling it, therefore he is called Pranada. Pranada, the one who gives life and sentiency to beings. How does he give that? By himself becoming the Mukha Prana. Therefore he is called Pranaha. Isha na prana da prano. 
He is the entire boss, entire controller of this creation. He gives sentiency and life to these beings. But how does he give it? By himself becoming that Mukhya Prana. The enlivening force is nothing but Paramatma's expression. See, this is the beauty of our Sanatana Dharma, our Hinduism. Paramatma is at the same time personal as well as impersonal. When you look at him as Ishanaha, he is impersonal, very abstract. Now when you recognize that Paramatma as Prana, the very life breath because of which I am alive, where do you have to search for God? That which is enlivening me right now is nothing but that Paramatma. Right here. Though it is that close, that intimate, but we still miss. That day when we have problem taking that life breath in, they say, ah, it's an effort. I mean, that example came to me because I am seeing you. It's an effort. And that day we realize, oh boy, we never even recognized the presence of this life breath coming in and going out. It's constantly being there sustaining. Pranaha. Isha na prana da prano. Praniti iti pranaha. The one which enlivens the prani by becoming the mukhya prana. In the Kenopanishad, he says, Pranasya vau pranaha. I am the life in that pranavayu, which gives you life. Ishana prana da prano. He says, Jeshtaha. Very rarely in the Upanishads or in the Upanishadic style, we very rarely find stories and anecdotes in Upanishads. We very rarely find them. And Guruji had this, Guruji, Swami Tejomanandji, he had this amazing brainwave. He said, let us gather all these different anecdotes and stories and pointers in the Upanishads and portray them in such a way that Upanishads are understood in a better way. Therefore, after, after what, four years of continuous effort, what we got released as the Upanishad Ganga are all these stories from the Upanishad. One such famous story is that all the organs, you know, they had a committee meeting. Now, what is a committee meeting? There are various definitions. Hindi definition. Jaha kam kam or ti jada Somebody very frustrated, he said, committee meeting is that place jaha kam mitti mein mil jata hai. 
if you're all by yourself, you would have accomplished much better. I don't know, 10 people coming with 10 different opinions and nobody to guide, nobody to channelize. It is a chaos. And somebody, uh, in English, they put it very beautifully. Wherein they maintain minutes, wasting hours. That is called a committee meeting. Right? At the end of it, they have to maintain a minute, right? And they spend hours in doing it. So, all these organs of perception, organs of action, the internal organs, Antakkarana and everybody, they had a, a big meeting. And in that meeting, instead of focusing on the agenda, the first issue came about as to who should start first. Each one said, I am the greatest. See, our Indriyas are also typical Indian mindset. We ask the Indians to stand in one line, they will stand in one line, but not one behind the other, one next to the other. Because everybody thinks I am the best, I am the leader. So the Indriyas also, one of them said, okay, because I am the most important one, let me start. This is how he started. And it was the eyes. Sarvendriyanam nayanam pradhanam. The scriptures say that of all the organs, the eyes are the most important. So the stomach said that, you know, Aham Vaishwanaro Bhutva Praninam Deham Ashritaha. Bhagavan himself has become my nature, the, the stomach. That I digest everything, anything that you put in, so that you are constantly supplied. Without me, where are you all? The excretory organ said, without us, you will be constipated. We are the most important. Not just the input, the output is equally important. The legs said, without us, where would you move? You would be like a tree. Each one started fighting. So finally, they came to a, uh, a conclusion. Okay, we will put this agenda aside. A typical committee meeting. We will put the agenda aside. Let us first decide who is the Pramukha, Jeshtha, Sreshtha. So, what was decided? Each one of these organs will go for Tirtha Yatra. Kumbh Mela chal raha na. So, we will go for Kumbh Mela. If you come back and your absence did not create a dent in our existence, then you are not Mukhya, you are not Pramukha, you are not Sreshtha, you are not Jest. Okay, agreed. So, the first one to say to quit was, I said, I will go. So, the eyes went for Tirthayatra. The rest of the body still continued. Only thing was, it was blind now. Instead of uh, seeing, they were paying more attention to the touch, more attention to the sound, more attention to various other things to comp compensate that organ which was missing. 
So like this, each one of the organ, eyes went, ears went, nose went, everybody went for a Tirthyatra. And when it came back, it came back, Ab bata. Did you feel my absence? Get back to your place. We still survived. Then the, after everybody had debated and proven their absence, finally, the prana, I said, let me think of going to the Tirthayatra. It just made a suggestion. Rest of the Indriyas were feeling already uncomfortable. And thus they decided, Hey Prana, amongst us all, you are Jeshtha. You are the most uh, worship worthy. Jeshtha, the most senior. You are our director and CEO. We give you the credit. We will listen to you henceforth. Therefore, it is called the Jeshtha. Without which none of the organs, none of the faculties will function in its chosen field. And similarly, the reason why he is also called the most glorious one, Sreshtha. Jeshtaha Sreshtaha Cha. So he is Ishanaha Pranadaha Pranaha Jeshtaha Sreshtaha. Because without whom none of the organs will function, none of this universe will be sustained, whether at a VST or at a Samasti, whether at a microcosmic level or at a macrocosmic level. The sustenance becomes impossible. Hence, therefore, he is the most Sreshtha. And therefore, he is also recognized as Jeshtha, the most senior one. No, it was only after Paramatma that everything came about. It was from Paramatma that everything came about. So, with respect to that, he would be definitely the most senior and the one who has provided everything, it's room for existence, definitely has to be the most worshipworthy, Sreshtha, the most glorious one. And as he took the job of creating all this and sustaining all this, therefore he is also known as Prajapati. Praja means all of us, all this creation. Prajapati means the father or the one who is responsible for this entire creation. To create something. And after having created, give them the individuality, free will. And then having so much of capacity, yet not come down and meddle with our lives. That is why he is called Sreshtha Prajapati. How many per family on average do we create? 
one or two, right? Two kids, three kids max. So on an average, two two and a half kids. No, you can't create a half kid. But I'm saying on an average, you have two kids. Those two kids are so miserable. Why well, they are constantly challenged? I have created you. You better listen to me. If you are living under my roof, you shall obey what I say. Don't we rub this fact into them? No, mama does so much to you. Do you love mama? Better say yes. And sometimes the parents foolishly put the kid in such a predicament. I've seen this happen. They ask the kid, Whom do you like the most? Mummy or Papa? Bichara kya bolega? Yes, it is such a wrong thing to ask. If he says mommy, papa ka danda padega. If he says daddy, then khana nahi milega. One smart kid answered, Mom, dad, you are like my eyes. I need both eyes to have a proper vision. Then the point is, why do you put that in that predicament? That this, did Paramatma ever come down and rub it into our face? I have created you. These are the set of rules. Now do. Make your life, break your life. You will be rewarded or punished as per your actions. These are the rules. While doing wrong things, nobody ever questions, why am I doing this? Something psychological, uh, you know. But when we have to ask somebody to do something good, there is so much to be explained. To do bad, you just have to say, chala, haan, chala. Jump in. Something that we have to help, you know. Why do you have to waste your time in it? Somebody will take care of it. Whether to do good or to do bad, He has given us the complete freedom. Isn't it His grandeur? It is, isn't it His greatness? He creates and gives you the free will. And does not meddle in between. Does not come down and start, you know, doing micromanaging. So, what does Prajapati mean in today's terms? Prajapati means not a micromanager. He is the great father for this entire creation. And therefore, Prajapati means somebody who is such great an entity that he creates and gives us that free will to grow. 
ज्येष्ठ श्रेष्ठ प्रजापति हिरण्य गर्भ द एंटायर टोटैलिटी पुट टूगेदर इज कॉल्ड आई डोंट लाइक द इंग्लिश ट्रांसलेशन ऑफ इट विच मेनी प्लेसेस दैट यू फाइंड द गोल्डन वूम्ब दैट वुड बी अ लिटरल ट्रांसलेशन हिरण्य गोल्ड गर्भ वूम्ब तो पुट पुट बोथ ऑफ देम टूगेदर द गोल्डन वूम्ब Hiranya Garbha means the totality, samasti, together, in its unmanifest form. It, it's a very technical word. A best example would be that, as I am speaking, you are able to hear, you are able to process, you are able to understand, you are able to grasp. At least that is the expectation. in all these stages as these words express or just before they express i have to form them in my own thinking process first the idea has to be clear that clear idea has to be supported with appropriate words and the sequencing of those appropriate words and the logic has to be kramena in the methodical process but that entire process is not visible it's not manifest all that when you see is just the words coming out but the entire structuring of it as it gets processed where is it it is in my hiranya garbha unmanifest stage that stage wherein it has been structured but it is not yet expressed so to call it the womb would be the right thing because in the womb the child is structured but yet not delivered so hiranya garbha is the 40th week of a pregnant woman <laughs> fully grown ready to jump out any time but yet not expressed so the entire samasti entire creation in its nascent form just about to be expressed but not yet expressed that hiranya garbha <clears throat> the samashti together is the creator prajapati in his most potential form meaning to say that this creation that he has expressed as a prajapati to bring this entire creation out he is not a chaos he has created a cosmos not a chaos because before producing this creation or expressing this creation expanding as this creation as prajapati as that brahma ji 
he did many 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 years of tapasya from that paramatma to brahma ji the first instruction given as soon as that um, brahma ji was born and we have seen in the earlier shloka padmanabho no padmanabha means what the one who is born when the that paramatma from whose womb from whose nabhi is the lotus and in that lotus is the brahma have you ever seen somebody with the lotus or with anything growing from the nabhi then why is vishnu depicted like that padmanabham suresham vande vishnu bhavayaharam sarvalokaikanatham we chant that very strange depiction nabhi or the central place if you remember last time i asked you to do this experiment do you remember forgotten already very good okay sit straight let's do the experiment again once you go through the experiment then you will understand oh this one i know this try getting up without bending forward i wish i could put a 100 dollar bill there and say you know, those who get up will be given a 100 dollar no it is difficult no it is impossible difficult is it is possible but i can't do it impossible is it it cannot be done why the body has to lean on its center of gravity and then you will get the leverage to get up where is that center of gravity navi and it is that center of the entire creation which is the space of that universal person virata purusha नाभ्या आसीदंतरिक्षम शीर्षनाउद्यो समवर्तता पद्भ्याम भूमिर्दिशश्रोत्रात व्हाट मंत्र वाज आई चैंटिंग आ वेरी गुड पुरुषा सुप्ता दे आर ऑल ग्लैड यू आर हियर नाभ्या आसीदंतरिक्षम इन हिज नाभी इज द अंतरिक्षा स्पेस now space is the place where there is an opportunity a room for anything to express and grow and because that space is available that the mother's womb is also in that place that is the place for creation hence therefore brahma ji is in that creative surge or creative space and that brahma ji as soon as he was born as a prajapati the first instruction was not to go create the first instruction was do your tapas and many 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 years of tapas that he had done 
ही अंडरस्टूड द सृष्टि रहस्य द एंटायर क्रिएशन एंड द ब्यूटी ऑफ इट्स एस्पेक्ट इन इट्स एक्सप्रेशन ही अंडरस्टूड इट बिकॉज ऑफ इस तपस्या एंड देन विजुअलाइज इट एंड एज ही विजुअलाइज इट ही स्टार्टेड क्रिएटिंग एक्सप्रेसिंग वेर डिड ही विजुअलाइज and that creative surge to visualize this entire creation as cosmos is called hiranyagarbha and that hiranyagarbha is also nothing but paramatma because the sukta says hiranyagarbha samavartata agre bhutasya jatah patireka asit hiranyagarbha patireka asit Before that Hiranyagarbha, somebody sustaining it was that Paramatma himself expressing as that Hiranyagarbha. Hiranyagarbha, Bhugarbha, the one who is the very womb of this entire world, Bhu. Now here, Garbha does not mean the womb, but it means now what happens in that Garbha. So don't take it as the uh, exact meaning of a womb, but as its functionality. The garbha is the place wherein that pinda, that that particular uh, fetus, is protected. There are so many layers of protection. There is first the liquid. What do you call it? The placental fluid. Right. Amniotic fluid, right? and then the layer uh, he is going too technical but you get it so there is a layer and then the entire stomach which covers and protects now similarly for this entire world who this creation that we are existing in garbha the one who is constantly protecting this entire creation where does he protect come on are you kidding there is so much of atrocity so much of all uh, things that are happening i never see him to come and protect as we had seen the meaning in ishanaha how does he protect by providing the law and making sure that all the elements in this creation follow that nature's law that is how he is protecting it with the us i mean government also what does it do to govern efficiently it provides the law implements the law and those who do not abide by it get punished don't they and to maintain that seamless balance bhagwan also has and the funny the most beautiful aspect of this entire creation is the law implementation is also put and embedded into each creation each aspect of the creation 
the moment we go away from that law, natural balance, the kind of restlessness, the kind of misery, the kind of various pain and sorrow that we go through is an immediate punishment. He has created it thus. Now to be, to be punished or to be rewarded, whose choice is it? If we go through misery, it is not that God has given us misery. He has created this entire Srishti in such a way that that balance be maintained. He has created that immediate balance and check within ourselves. Therefore, He is called Bhugarbha, the one who manages it by maintaining, protecting that law and balance in this creation. Hiranyagarbho Bhugarbha Madhavo Madhusudanaha Madhavaha There are various meanings of this word. Some of the few meanings. <coughs> Madhava Madhava means the one who is the spouse or the husband of Lakshmiji or Maya, Lord of Maya. Now, Maya is not to be considered as an illusion. See, in Vyavaharik Bhasha, we end up saying, you know, it's a Maya hai. And there, when we say Maya, we almost mean it to the effect of a I am um, getting the Sanskrit word, I am not getting the English word. Word mere antakkaran me aapko kaise paanam hoonga? Magician. Indrajala. That was the word that was coming. Magician was not coming. So, as the magician's world, they say it's all Maya. Maya meaning illusion, illusory. When we talk of Paramatma's Shakti as Maya, it is not illusion or illusory. That is not the interpretation that we have to understand. Not understanding it has his Shakti creates the illusion. Not understanding that power as his Shakti creates the illusion. And we keep running after it. So, Madhavaha, the one who is constantly in control or in complete association and control of his Shakti, at that level of Maya Shakti, he is called Madhava. Another meaning is, the one who is the silent witness of everything. 
therefore called madhava sak mauni sakshi the one who is silent witness of everything do you think that nobody is observing us because the moment somebody is observing us our behavior changes once i was in a college and it was a women's college and the topic of discussion that i had given was beauty tips so when it was stated as a beauty tips i purposefully asked the college management not to announce my name said, beauty tips by an expert so i went there and we think that the boys school or the boys college is notorious baba re baba girls college is equally notorious at least in the boys college the rowdies are sitting in the back row in the girls college they are sitting in the front row <laughs> as i started in spite of their you know resistance first 5 minutes i spoke about uh, you know the skin texture skin tone and then the uh, foundation and then the you know blush and uh, ha research kiya maine bahut research kiya the mascara bolte hain mascara either way eyeliner mascara and went into lot of details and these you know girls who were sitting there they were making such nuisance but luckily or you know fortunately or unfortunately what happened was this particular uh, event was notified to the local tv channel that there was this swami speaking in a girls college on beauty tips so there were six seven local channels and all six seven with their camera crew and everybody they just invaded so as the first one went in came in there were about 3000 5000 girls sitting so they started and the first row this this uh, naughty mischievous girl sitting there they put that you uh, know the light and everybody came with a camera as soon as the light flashed on them and they saw that they had a camera immediately up until then they were the most notorious kids there as soon as the light flashed well behaved konyosti sadrusho maya can there be anybody more decent than me just the moment we come to note that there is somebody observing what comes out as an expression is the most pleasant texture 
of our personality. Remember, we don't need a flashlight and a camera to be running around us. The one who is constantly sitting and observing everything, Mauni Sakshi, is that Paramatma. And therefore he is called Madhavaha. Ishana prana da prano jestas reshtha prajapatihi hiranyagarbho bhugarbho madhavaha. There is another meaning of madhava, and that madhava means the one seeking whom we observe mauna. Shama, Dhamma and Shanti. Such a seeker who is constantly aiming for that core of essence through this Mauna and Sakshi Rupa. Therefore, he is recognized as <coughs> the earlier part of the meaning was the Paramatma is that Mauni and Sakshi, the silent witness of everything. Therefore, he is called Madhava. The second meaning is, the seeker who becomes silent and witness of everything, to reach to that core, because the seeker goes silent and witness of everything, to reach to that core, that core is also recognized as Madhava. Both as the Laksha and the Sadhana, he is recognized here as Madhava. Now, continuing... Madhusudanaha. There were these two demons, and these were Madhu and Kaitaba. And Bhagavan, he destroyed these two demons because he destroyed or you know, killed these two demons. He is called Madhusudanaha. Sudhanaha, the one who destroyed the demon called Madhu, Madhu Sudhanaha. Now there is a beautiful meaning which is given in Mahabharata. <coughs> Madhu means nectar, sweet. For us, what is sweet? Definitely sweets are sweet. On a analytical standpoint of Vedanta, the sweetest thing that we aim for through our karma is our karma phala. As long as we are enticed by our karma phala, we will never focus on Paramatma. Therefore, Madhusudanaha, the one who destroys the karma phala and provides enough disappointment to turn within. Therefore, he is called Madhusudanaha, the destroyer of karma phala. There is another subtle meaning. These karma phalas go into form. 
like the karma are different flowers. The karma phala is little little nectar that is gathered from these flowers. And these go into form our thick layers of tendencies and patterns called vasanas. So the net amalgamation of the entire karma phala translates into our vasanas. The one who destroys the collection of these vasanas is called Madhusudana. Ishana prana daprano jeshtha sreshtha prajapatihi hiranyagarbho bhugarbho madhavo madhusudanaha. In the Brahadaranyaka Upanishad, there is another beautiful vidya. And it is called Madhu Vidya. Now, this Madhu Vidya has got a very strange story to it. <clears throat> Dhanvan Rishi, or he is also known as Atharvana Rishi, Atharvana Rishi had this amazing Vidya to himself. Indra was his first student and Indra was so enamored by this beautiful Vidya that after having learnt that Vidya, he threatened his Guru. I should be the only recipient of this Vidya, nobody else in this creation or in this world should ever know this Vidya. If you ever end up telling this Vidya to anybody. What was the Guru Dakshina threat? That I will cut your head. Now this Atharvan Rishi explained everything, taught everything except this Vidya. The doctors of heaven are the Ashwini Kumaras. So these Ashwini Kumaras were searching for this particular Madhu Vidya. And having learnt that it was with this Atharvana Rishi, they come and beg of him, please teach us. The moment they mention this, he is already having beads of sweat on his forehead. Do you think I have gone mad or what? I am not going to share with that with you. So they sat down with him. Tell us what is the problem. I taught this first to Indra and he got so bewitched with this knowledge that he threatened me that if I ever share this knowledge with anybody, I will cut their head. So, Ashwini Kumaras were the doctors. They said, don't worry about it. We will take care of it. How? You teach us. As soon as you have done teaching and he comes to know of it, we would ourselves cut your head and preserve it. You have to believe us as doctors. And in your place, we will put a horse's head. 
So when he comes, he will see a horse head speaking. So half the knowledge was given in that uh, head of the Atharvana Rishi and the head was cut and then the horse head started speaking. And as soon as the horse head done with it and Indra comes to know of it, he comes running and he is surprised to see a horse head but in any case he cut that and went away. And these Ashwini Kumaras replaced that head back. Now, what is it that this Vidya had that Indra was so enamored by it, bewitched by it? I should be careful. <laughs> Don't cut my head for it, okay? <laughs> so, that particular portion of Vrhadaranyaka Upanishad is called the Madhu Vidya, wherein it says that. Everything in this universe is connected to everything. The entire creation is connected. If I see one, I see everything through that one. If I touch one, if I am touching this lectern, I am touching that sun, I am touching that moon, I am touching this earth, I am touching everything. Because everything is connected. If I feel one, I can feel everything. Because it instantly with this Vidya, you can connect with everything around. So Indra wanted that knowledge to himself, wherein being the king of the Devas, he wanted to be connected to everybody so that he could control them. So the beauty of this message in that particular portion of the Upanishad says that Bhumi, the earth, earth is that Madhu. We all survive by suckling on to that earth and we live connected to that earth. That earth which sustains us, it also you know, merges us back into herself. Similarly, the earth, the, you know, the next one is the waters, then the fire, then the vayu, then the surya, then the nakshatra, the various, the entire creation and its expanse, as how we are connected, how we are dependent. So, that entire beautiful part talks about interdependence of this entire creation and how we are interconnected, how we are um, you know, constantly in touch with each other. It's a very subtle abhyasa of meditation. The one who is achieved or the one who is attained by understanding this Madhuvidya, therefore called Madhusudana. Because of this Madhuvidya. We have seen today Ishanaprana Daprano Jeshtashreshta Prajapatihi Hiranyagarbho Bhugarbho Madhavo Madhusudanaha. So we have seen till the seventy third. 
word indicating that Paramatma. Now in the ninth stanza, repeat after me. Ishwaro Vikrami Dhanvi Ishwaro Vikrami Dhanvi Medhavi Vikramakramaha Medhavi Vikramakramaha Anuttamo Duradharshaha Tamo Duradharshaha Kratagnya Kratiratmavan Kratagnya Kratiratmavan Ishvaro Vikrami Dhanvi Medhavi Vikramakramaha Ishvaraha <coughs> Ishvaraha It's similar to the first word that we saw in the last shloka Ishanaha Now here Ishvaraha The further classification or the further depth of understanding would be That he is called Ishvara because He has got absolute control over three shaktis and uses them in the proper sequence of order. What are the three shaktis? Ichha shakti, Jnana shakti, Kriya shakti. And he uses them in that order. We as Jivatma, we also have these three shaktis, don't we? Don't we have Ichha? We have plenty of them. Try this, okay, but at your own risk. Find the most dumb person in your interaction. The most obviously dumb. Now comes the on your own risk part. Go and tell them that they are dumb. Find the most dumb person and tell them that they are dumb. What would be the reaction? Would they accept it? Because even for the dumb person from his own or her own standpoint, they think they are intelligent. They think they have that Jnana Shakti. Ichha Shakti, Jnana Shakti. Kriya Shakti, do we have? So much that we do, that we are by mistake called human beings. We should be called human doings. Because we are constantly busy doing something or the other, something or the other. When somebody calls, what are you up to? Kya kar rahe ho? Isn't that the first question that we ask? Because we are constantly engaged in one after the other. Kriya Shakti. But the only difference between Ishwara and us is that what we do is we have Ichha Shakti. As soon as there is Ichha Shakti, we jump into Kriya Shakti. And then realize the wisdom at the end of it. Do we retrieve this wisdom in the next action? No. We do the same action again as soon as there is a desire. And then at the end of it, we realize, last time also I did the same thing. That is where Bhajagovindam Adi Shankaracharya ji says, 
in the very end of that first verse bhaja govindam bhaja govindam govindam bhaja moodhamate moodhamate insanely foolish why not because we commit mistakes it is because we commit the same mistakes with enthusiasm bhagwan uh, adi shankara says even then i would not call that person a moodha <coughs> doing the same mistake with enthusiasm i would still not consider them as moodha moodhatva is that uh, heights of foolishness wherein we repeat the same mistake with enthusiasm expecting a different result such one is called moodha whereas paramatma who has the sequence in right order and what is that right order he has ichha shakti which is backed by jnana shakti then expresses forth as kriya shakti so that which bridges kriya shakti and ichha shakti is that jnana shakti and he has all three of them in complete balance therefore he is called ishwaraha <coughs> he is vikrama vikrama the one who has complete strength courage wisdom and daring vikrama somebody said what is daring for paramatma knowing from his earlier creations he still took up the challenge to create human beings that is his daring whenever the paramatma has to take a form to tackle any challenge he is not like today's warriors wherein they themselves sit in their bunker and send their army out there to fight he is the one who is actually sitting in front of them leading the army by being the example that is his strength that is his valor that is his courage and daring vikramaha also means the one who has special foot or special steps referring to the vaman avatar vaman avatar when he had taken that vatu roopa when bali was such a righteous man and his shukracharya they were he was and the advice of shukracharya he was giving away gifts after a certain yagna so our bhagwan vishnu comes in the form of vamana he says all that i need is three steps of land bali says le lo 
How much ever you want, why just three steps? Take. Bhagavan looks at him and says, Are you sure? He says, Yes, I am sure. In the olden days, the dana is done after the sankalpa is taken. So, as in, you know, Bali was pouring that water through the Kamandalu into his hand so that he would offer it to the Lord in his hand, Shukracharya, with his magical twist, he wanted to stop this act. So, he put his eye to block that nozzle which would funnel the water out. So, Bhagwan in the Vatu Rupa, he had come with a umbrella. So, he took one of the pokes of the spoke of the umbrella and pushed it through that nozzle. And Shukracharya henceforth became the one-eyed one. This is the first. It is not the pirate's copyright. It is Shukracharya copyright. Because he lost his one eye there. So, Bali promises. And then, suddenly the Vatu, the young little Vatu, Vamana, he takes a huge form. With one step, he takes this Bhuloka. With the second step, he controls all the Punya Loka, that which was earned by Bali. And he says, where do I put the third foot? Then Bali says, Lord, I did not understand that when you are asking, it would be you who would be asking. I am blessed, doubly blessed. Why? There is nobody else in this world who has got such a fortune to be giving to the Lord. Everybody comes to the Lord asking for something. I have this special privilege of giving to the Lord. First reason why I feel blessed. Second reason that that feet of yours which the yogis meditate upon, I am going to ask that feet of yours to be placed directly on my head. That will be your third step. So just before putting that third step onto Bali, Bhagavan says, these two worlds you have ruled quite effectively. There is the lower world which is going out of balance. Would you be willing to be my representative in that world to rule that world for me and bring it into balance? More than willingly. So he sends that devotee down into the Patala to take care of the underworld seven layers. And he becomes the ruler for and he is allowed to come once a year onto the Bhuloka. And that is when they celebrate what? No. The Kerala festival. Ona. That is where 
the bali chakravarti is worshipped and that is the vaman jayanti also that is when vaman avatara took place so in that you know, three vikrama three vikrama the one who came down with three special steps that's why vikrama is also known as trivikrama so the one who came down with these three steps therefore called trivikrama ishvaro vikrami dhanvi in almost every avatar he has come down as a troubleshooter a troubleshooter who literally comes down and shoots down his trouble and bhagwan himself says in bhagavad gita that i am verily that bhagwan ramachandra in the 31st shloka of the 10th chapter he says that i am the bow wielding rama myself who had come in that avatar so dhanvi meaning the one who comes down to punish those who are destabilizing dharma यदा यदा हि धर्मस्य ग्लानिर भवति भारत अभ्युत्थानम धर्मस्य तदा आत्मानम सृजाम्यहम एंड व्हेन ही कम्स डाउन टू रीएस्टैब्लिश धर्म ही हैज कम डाउन एज भगवान राम हु इज नोन फॉर हिज प्रोविस ऑफ यूजिंग द बो एंड एरो देयरफॉर हियर धन्वी मींस द वेरीली राम अवतार ईश्वरो विक्रमी धन्वी मेधावी विक्रम क्रम विल कंटिन्यू द रेस्ट ऑफ द वर्ड्स टुमारो ओम पूर्णमद पूर्णमिद पूर्णा पूर्णमुदच्य पूर्ण से पूर्णमादा पूर्णमेवशिष्य ओं शातिशाशाति हरि ओं श्रीगुरभ्यो नम हरि ओम